Music Business What Is This is a podcast that focuses on the ever-changing music industry and presents issues and concerns that the average and above average musician has or will encounter. Hey y'all, I'm Jeremiah Hunt. And I'm Richard Johnson. Right now we're doing Music Business. What is this? And today we're going to talk about how do you negotiate a fee for a gig? Negotiation. Mm. Everybody loves that word, but hates that word. <laughs> like a double-edged sword. It's like, ooh, money's involved or mm. something's involved. But now I've got to deal with someone else that wants the opposite. Exactly. Now, the term negotiation refers to a strategic discussion intended to resolve an issue in a way that both parties find acceptable. Negotiations involve give and take, which means one or both parties will usually need to make some concessions. Okay, so let's break this definition apart, right? Because most people think negotiation is I got to get what I want. Yes, you do. But you also have to think about the other person. Yes, they want to get what they want to, but it may not be necessarily for them. They may be negotiating for a company or family member or someone else. Okay, so in this term, negotiation, first of all, says it's a strategic discussion. Hmm. Strategic. Right. One of the things I've learned in doing my homework for this podcast is some of the best negotiators are always negotiating. Hmm. So let's start there. Let's go back to our trusty plumber metaphor. Ah, yes. Um, <laughs> let's call him Fred. <laughs> think, Fred. Yeah, Fred. Fred the plumber. So we need Fred to come do some work at the headquarters of a farm music. So why do I call Fred? Well, Fred's been here before, so he knows the environment. I also call Fred because he's great at what he does. He takes his time, but at the same time, he's fast. Mm. Right? He gets right to the point. He's a friendly guy, says, hello, how you doing? How's the family? Blah, blah, blah. Okay, let me get to work. Why? Probably because he has another job. Yep. <laughs> busy man. He's a busy guy because he's good at what he does. Mm-hmm. So, strategic. For someone to be strategic, that means they've invested some time in this, whether it's negotiating with other people or thinking about it. Mm. Strategic means strategy. What is your strategy? A lot of people want to go into negotiations with no strategy. True. Right? (laughs) What is your strategy? Is it to wear the other person down? I have a friend. That's his tactic. Hmm. He will wear you down. Wow. To the point you give in. Right? (laughs) (laughs) It sounds crazy, but he's reality. He's reality. And he's good at wearing people down. Hmm. That's not my strategy. Right? Is your strategy... To be the nice guy, you're you're a nice guy, right? Mm-hmm. Remember we talked about that. Yep. You're a nice guy, all right. The ni- I can be right. Okay, <laughs> nice guy. The nice guy, but at the same time, has an ending result of being I'm nice, but hey, 
I still need what I need. Right. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. Then you have the easy E gangster Compton negotiator. Like it's my way or the highway. Mm. That is a strategy. Mm-hmm. And trust me, that works for a lot of people. Yeah. Because the person on the other side is not used to that or they don't want to deal with it. Right. Right. So I wouldn't advise it, but it's, been proven it's a successful way to negotiate yeah okay so we've talked about three different strategies a great negotiator understands which strategy to use in which situation Mm. based upon certain things Mm. right and that usually happens the minute the two entities begin to correspond And I say correspond because that begins usually with an email. Mm. Right. And that email is crucial to how you respond. Mm. Right. Is the negotiation online? Is it via email? Is it in person? Mm. If it's in person, there's been some prior contact with this person. Right. Right. And that's usually an email. Yeah. Right. So the person who has a strategy is already going to work on you mm. and you have no clue. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. Because they're setting you up to respond in a certain way, or they're looking to see how you respond to a certain thing. They may not, some may be setting you up. Some may not be setting you up, but they're looking to see what your cue is in the response. Mm. So that's why I go back to this definition. Um, Strategic discussion It's strategic, Mm. right? And this is why I firmly believe that the best negotiators in the world are children. Mm. Children are incredible negotiators. It's a fact. Look it up. (laughs) They know how to push someone's buttons, good or bad, to get what they want. And that's why... Mm. They're great negotiators, especially with their parents. Mm-hmm. Right. When you put someone's kids with someone who's not their parents, they do, they have no strategy. Right. So that's why a lot of times other people can say, oh, I'm not doing that. And the kid will say, well, my mommy does that or my daddy doesn't. Oh, I'm sorry. And they may wild out, but they'll eventually stop. Right. Or they may just stop right up front. Mm-hmm. Now, with a parent, it's different. Because they know, oh, so-and-so doesn't like this or so-and-so likes when when I tell mommy I, I like her shirt or blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Okay, so they're trying to pacify. Same idea, same strategy. But the way they're doing what they're using as tools is different, mm. right? So someone has to understand the game. Right. If you don't understand the game, you have no chance. Mm. Right? So first thing we talked about is Strategic discussion in this definition. Okay. Intended to resolve an issue. What is the issue? The issue is how much am I going to get paid? <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> right. I want some money. Right. <laughs> That's the issue. You have it. I want it. Mm-hmm. Right. We're breaking this down to as simple as it can be. And we're talking about money here. It could be other things. Mm-hmm. But you want blah, 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 to pay you $10,000 to play for an hour. 
And that's reasonable because there's going to be 10,000 people at the gig. Mm. That's reasonable. Okay. So how is that going to happen? Usually, if it's one person negotiating, what you'll find with a company is they don't have the ultimate or last word. Mm. It may seem like that because you're negotiating with them, but most of the time they don't. Mm. Right. Especially if you're online. What's happening if it's a negotiation via email? This is my fee. Oh, okay. I'm going to make this real clear. Let's do a reenactment. Mm. Okay. So I'm the company and you're the person looking for the gig. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, so we've already communicated. Um, I saw you play at blah, 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 nightclub. I loved it. Incredible show. We loved your quintet. We bought three CDs, one for me, one for my kids and one for my boss. Now we'd like to have you play at our summer retreat. Uh, okay. And it's three hours away. Oh, uh, we'd like you to come down and play one hour's enough for, you know, for our company. Okay. So we're in the negotiation. I say, Hey, glad you're here. Glad to meet you. My name is, I don't know, Michael Fred. I don't know. Michael <laughs> Wilbert. Okay. Glad you can make it here. Um, I know we're, we don't have a lot of time. We've only got 15 minutes, but I wanted to talk about the terms uh, for your gig. We went through everything via email. Looks good, but we need to talk about the price. Mm. Um, I know it came up in the email and we couldn't address it right then because I had to talk to my boss about this number. So the number you gave me um, of $10,000 was a bit above our range, what we're expecting to pay. We're expecting to pay $7,200. Do you think you could work with that? I would then say, well, could we meet in the middle and can we make it um, eighty five hundred? OK. And. A per diem. OK. Or food or food, you know, okay. free free meals, free parking or whatever have you. I like to bring in other elements of okay. the gig. OK, so eighty five hundred parking. Uh, some meals. Okay. Um, I think that's reasonable. I'm going to have to check on that, but I'll get back to you and let you know. Hmm. Okay. So let's say that's the end of that discussion, hmm. right? You leave. Remember the gigs three hours away. You hmm. came in person. Hmm. So now you have to drive three hours back. Hmm. In my mind, I already know what the final amount is that we can do, right? Mm. We could actually do 9,000, right? And the event has free food and we have unlimited parking. Mm. So I come back and respond to you. No problem. Terms, send you an email. You're happy. I'm happy. Done deal. Was that a good negotiation? I think it was. Okay. Yeah. And explain to me why. Well, I think that um, on my side, this is um, 
I think the 10,000 would be a little bit above. We, I, we didn't establish what the 10,000 would be as far as like where we would settle. Mm-hmm. But um, that was the asking price. But I, for me, the 10,000 would be, you know, a little bit above what I would settle for. So I would probably okay. settle for, let's say, 7,000. Okay. So with me going up to 8,500, I would say that's meeting in the middle. Okay. Okay. Yes. I'm not debating that at all. So your mindset, I would have taken seven. <clears throat> I got 85. We're good. Because the number I threw out at first was so excessive. If I would have got that amazing, but it doesn't make, make a difference. I mean. Right. Okay. Now. Let's say there's another band. And you find out from the bass player because they're your understudy mm. that they made 10,000 on the gig and they only played 30 minutes. Mm. How do you feel about that? At the same festival? Same festival. And you were a headliner. I, I couldn't get angry. I okay. couldn't get upset. I understand that. You couldn't yeah. get upset, but what, what, how would you feel? What would you be thinking? I would assess <laughs> uh-huh. what did they do differently? Okay. Uh, what did that band do differently? Especially if it was my understudy. Like, <laughs> exactly. Like, how good could that band But this is a real situation. This is happening now yeah. with understudy students. Yeah. There's students who are getting these gigs. Yeah. People are like, wait a minute. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Because they know how to negotiate and they know how to. Okay. They know the business side of it. Yeah. Right. So at the end, you wouldn't. Mm-hmm. You said you wouldn't be mad or upset. No. But it would obviously make you think like, oh, it would trigger a little yeah, bit of like, response. Okay. Yeah. Oh. Now, would you feel funny toward the person you were negotiating with? No, be- I can't say I would. Okay, because they're going to be at the festival. They're going to yeah. come up, smile at you and say, great to have you. We right. love you. Yeah. Awesome. They're doing their job just like everybody else. Okay. So even, you know, but and I understand that there's a budget. Mm-hmm. You know, there's an overall budget and everyone negotiates differently. So, yeah, I wouldn't have anything to say uh, to anybody that was involved. I would just assess everything that that band did, mm-hmm. you know, to. So when you say assess that, does that mean are you going to ask them questions or how would you do that? Would you go and ask the person you negotiated with? or um, I mean, because the assessment can't be a blind assessment you have to find out some information yeah i was just assess how you know how good is this band you know what are they bringing to the table mm. um so your assessment does that is, have anything to do looking at the group and their value not the actual negotiation i guess that's where my mind would go right yeah and that's what i wanted to bring out assessment of value is different than the actual negotiation mm. Um, I was reading this article the other day about a guy, he has this car for 30 years in his garage. Mm-hmm. His daughter turns 25. He gives it to her. Been in a car. She's seen as old as 30. He says, go sell this car. She goes to the first group of people. They're like, oh, nobody wants this old thing. Mm-hmm. They don't really look at it and check it out. Tells her dad. Let's try this group goes to a different group. They look at it and they say, okay, 
We'll buy it for $6,000. It's 30 years old. Hmm. He goes back and says, they, they only want six grand for it. He says, go to this other group of people. They ask for the model number, the name, the year it was created, how long it's been sitting there, what's, what it's been covered with. Has it been inside? Has it been outside? Who, how many owners did it have? And she tells them they get back to her two days later and they offer a quarter of a million dollars for it. Come to find out this car is a DeLorean that was never touched or flown and is in perfect condition. It was just dusty and covered up. Wow. So let's just talk a little bit about the example in comparison to the negotiation. Mm. Um, the negotiation for her was, look at what I have. What do you think it's value? For people who didn't really understand the value of mm. what it is in comparison to taking it to another set of people and saying, okay, who understood and gave her over the top right. with that value. So I only bring that up because there's the value or worth, which can change according to who's listening right. and who's there. And then there's, okay, the piece of equipment or music of what it is. And this negotiation is where that is actually established. Um, so when someone's negotiating, one of the things they have to consider, of course, everyone's going to say, oh, I value my group. It's blah, blah, blah. It's excellent. Yes. Yeah. That's all personal. But you have to remove yourself from the situation and see what how other people value it. Mm. Because when you see how other people value it, your product is what they're buying. Mm. Right. And you have to figure out how to sell it to them. And if they're not valuing it, why is it? So when we talk about that assessment, um, I question that not in a negative way, because everyone sees things differently. Mm -hmm. We want to know what are we assessing? OK, you're assessing. Um, not the negotiation, but is this other band better than, than I am? And right. I think that's what most people do. Yeah. But in reality, the negotiator is not concerned with any of that. Yeah, right. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> they probably don't even know. Yeah. So that doesn't even come up in the negotiation. Good point. Yeah. Right. So the negotiator's there. This is our fee. We have to get these two bands in point blank. Right. That's all that matters. Now, there's several ways you can address that conversation. And you can turn it into a value question, mm. which is it's different for everyone. Yes. So what they value may be different. They may like a rock band or a jazz band. Right. But that puts them in an area where they're where you are the one who is the expert. Mm. And they can respect it or not, but that puts the ball in your court. Mm. Right. So knowing, OK, are we the only band here? There's another band. Who are they? OK. My value is worth more than the other band. We've been around longer. This is what we've done, blah, blah, blah. And it's not even about knowing what they're getting. It's really about that number that you suggested. Now, you may get it, you may not. But if that doesn't come into the conversation, you probably didn't get the most out of the negotiation. Mm -hmm. And the negotiation can go several different ways. Mm -hmm. um, Time-wise, you driving down three hours, really, you do want to meet in person, but is that worth it? You want to make sure you're going to get your money out of that drive right, <laughs> and going right. down and back. Yeah. So you want to consider those things. Is this something that could have been handled via email? Is it a situation where 
Um, it could have been a yay or nay on it immediately, or there's there's several things that come into a negotiation. Yeah. But I wanted to do a little bit of this reenactment just because I wanted to show other elements people should consider. Yeah. At the end of the day, it doesn't necessarily mean the number's going to change. Right. But at least you walk away knowing, okay, I tried blah, blah, blah. Maybe I need to assess how I tried it, but I did bring it up. Mm-hmm. If it's not even a question on the table, then you've lost something. We mm-hmm. don't know what it is. It may be 50 cent. Right. It may be five thousand mm-hmm. dollars. But that's money in your pocket that they have. Yeah. Most of these companies, they have budgets. They plan this stuff all year. So if they don't use it, they're gonna use it on something else. They're gonna mm-hmm. put it on that sound man. Yeah. Because trust me, he's gonna negotiate. <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna most of them are pretty firm. Yeah. And that's what most people realize with musicians, there's some negotiation power. Mm. If you go to a sound crew, this is our fee, this is our rate. Mm-hmm. Okay, at end of discussion, and they usually get it. Mm. It's just what it is. Yeah. So that's our um, two cents. Yeah. And I say two cents <laughs> because it's a negotiation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> On negotiating. So hopefully you guys have learned something today. It's been a pleasure for us, as always. You can find us on Spotify, iTunes, SoundCloud. Check us out. And remember, this is Music Business. What is this? That's Jeremiah Hunt. That's Richard Johnson. And we'll see you later. Peace. This program is partially supported by a grant from the Illinois Arts Council Agency.